We gather this night once again as a people of faith on this most holiest of days to just to take some time to reflect on and to give thanks for what our incredible God has done for us. Now, it was only a few short days ago when we heard of his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. And last night, of course, we recalled his last meal with his disciples and the example that he gave through the washing of their feet of how each and every one of us is called to serve one another. But today, this evening, has a much different feel. Today's focus is really on one thing, and only one thing. And that is the remarkable sacrifice that, that Jesus made for the salvation of the whole world. And the impact of this selfless act on every person in every time and place cannot be overestimated. You know, when I hear the story of Jesus' passion and death, I get a very heavy heart, a deep sense of sadness for the suffering that our Lord endured for me and for you. And it really is rather heartbreaking to think of how he was treated. It's a treatment that he didn't seek. He certainly didn't deserve. And what probably bothers me the most as I think about those last days of Jesus' life is the fact that, that I know that I continue to betray him. I continue to turn a deaf ear to his voice. I continue with some of the ways I lead my life of, of leading Jesus up the hill of Calvary through my own sin, my own pride, my own disobedience. And today brings up all of those types of feeling within me. And at times that can be a tough pill to swallow as I measure my life against that of Jesus. Because the hard truth is there's really no comparison. But there is one idea that becomes very clear on this day and surpasses any negative or sorrowful feelings that I might have. Today is a day for all of us to reflect on what Jesus has done for us. And there's one truth that comes through more loudly than any other. And this truth far overshadows in importance any of the 
the bad stuff that we see in the events of Jesus' last day. It overshadows the lack of fortitude in Peter. It overshadows the fears of the Jewish leadership. It overshadows the cowardice of Pilate. And it overshadows the, the violent attitudes of the mob that had assembled. And it overshadows the cruelty of those who tortured Jesus and put him to death. And it has the power to overshadow and suppress any anger or sorrow that, that we feel 2,000 years later as we look back at the day that changed everything. Because you see, the most powerful truth that is revealed through Jesus' suffering and death is none of those that I just listed. Rather, it is something so very simple, so very profound, so very life-changing. And it's this. It's that our God loves us so much more than we could ever imagine. I know I've said that to you before. And it sounds too simple and too cliched and, well, quite frankly, too saccharine. You know, many of us, including myself, tend to use the word love probably more than, than we should and in ways that lessen its meaning. Yet it is because of God's great love for us that we are renewed and reborn and redeemed and saved. And it was in God's love that we were created. It is through God's love that we are sustained and strengthened and, and guide, guided throughout our life. It is because of God's love for us that, well, that Jesus became one of us. And he did not have to do that. It was purely because of God's great love for us that, that Jesus was able to make the journey that he made from Bethlehem through Galilee to the holy city of Jerusalem and up that hill on that fateful day. It is a love shown most perfectly in Jesus' refusal to respond to violence with violence, hate with hate. You know, Jesus did and, and does one thing and, and one thing only. He loved and he loves you and me and every person who has ever lived or ever will live. And by doing so, he redeemed the whole world. 
in a few moments, we will have the opportunity, each of us, to come forward and venerate the cross. And whatever action we choose to make when we do so, a kiss, a touch, a bow, whatever action we choose is ultimately not a sign of our sadness, but really is an acknowledgement of and, and gratitude for the profound love that God has for us. A love with no bounds, a love with no conditions. But that's not all that it is. It also is a kind of promise our sign when we venerate the cross, a pledge to God that we will do all that we can to return that same love with love. Our God loves us more than we can imagine. That much is very true. But can each of us Love him in return, just, just a little bit more each day. Is that too much to ask? Into your hands, Lord, we commend our spirit.